Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. I'm Diane. And I'm your main squeeze talking about pet peeves. Oh, nice rhyme. Pete. All right. So what are we going to be talking about today? (laughs) We're going to be talking about pet peeves. Exactly. And we've each picked a few that uh, kind of bother us. Yeah, we're going to probably go through about five each, I think would be a good call. But before that, as usual, let's talk a little bit what happened over the last week. Do you have any stories to share, or are you drawing a blank? Um, I am drawing a blank. Okay, well, first of all, let's follow up with the Raisin Bran, because we talked a bit about that last week, uh, making of the Raisin Bran box. Yes. And uh, that's all done. That got finished. And very well received. Very well received, would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty fun. I would say I think, so. I think there was some confusing confusing reaction to what exactly this was. Oh, yes. Because it it's a not moment. often you receive a cereal box that's uh, 27 inches tall. And at that's first true. I think he thought it was uh, a poster. Oh, yeah. He didn't realize it was like a 3D yeah. box. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, good laughs all around. Mm-hmm. We also had uh, his, his daughter made a really nice scrapbook for him with old photos. So mm-hmm. there was lots of really thoughtful, constructive gifts. So There was, yeah. I hope when I turn 60, I get that same kind of treatment. It would be lovely. You're well-loved, so I think so. All right. Well, I hope my kids like me, it, my non-existent kids. <laughs> it may, may not be as artistically awesome as some of our projects, what, you saying our kids aren't going to be creative? Well, maybe. Maybe just not artistic. <laughs> You've seen me draw. If they inherit that, <laughs> it will not be good. Uh, all right. So another thing we did today is we visited a friend of yours with the newborn. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Sometimes I always wonder what... what, what there's uh, someone at my workplace who always jokes that... There will be a moment when you are holding a newborn and you're going to make a certain face. And that's when I know it's like, all right, she wants a kid now. Oh, and yeah. And I keep waiting for it because you had that kid in your lap for... Like a I good know, half hour. Yeah, a good half hour. Just hanging out. She was great. You are smiling and it was fine, but I'm still not getting the, yeah, I, <laughs> I want one of these now. And it's amazing. That clock is not ticking for you. No, I got, I've got a few things that I'd like to finish up before I start thinking about that. Yep. You've mm. got a plan and you're sticking to it. Yeah, I do. A little bit. But it's delightful to see and hang out with other people's kids. Yeah. I gotta say. All right. And it's... Okay. You seem quiet to me. Oh, do I? Yeah. I don't know. All right. We'll work I don't want to stand any closer to the mic because then I get... Problems with right. the sound of pee. Right. We're still figuring this thing out. Give us a break. <laughs> All right. Let's move into our topic then. Let's talk about pet peeves. Excellent. And uh, we'll just do like we did with the movies. We'll trade off one by one. Yes. Shall we start with what is the definition of pet peeve? That would be a good idea. Can you look that up for me? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because I have a feeling that a lot of the ones I picked are probably a little too broad, and I didn't want to go into... So much things that annoy me, like pet peeves is very specific usually. Well, the definition that's coming up right away is something that a particular person finds especially annoying. 
Okay. So, so you may have hit the nail on the head with your... So it's just things that we find annoying. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can go into the official Merriam-Webster definition. Okay. Something that annoys or bothers a person very much. Oh, so it's a high annoyance. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just assumed they had to be more uh, succinct or very specific. Like some people, uh, a pet peeve might be someone biting their nails or something or cracking their knuckles. Like it's oh, just okay. a little thing that aggravates them. Mm. Whereas um, uh, I don't like that uh, the environment is in such a horrible state. It's not a pet peeve. Like that's just a general no. yeah. uh, statement. Mm -hmm. I guess, a concern. Yes. So I was sort of wanting to look for that kind of a definition. Well, that... But these are, yeah, so basically everyday annoyances that bother us, I guess. Yes. All right, how about you go first? You can do yours first. All right, well, my first one is people who like texting on their phones and realize that they need to send an immediate message and they stop walking right in front of the top of a staircase or in front of a door... And they just stop right there and finish their text message. Yeah, I agree with that one. Uh-huh. Except you don't even need the text message. Anytime that happens where anyone exits a door and then just suddenly stops. Yeah. Especially when they try to be the very first person to get out. Like, move, mm-hmm. move aside. There's a line behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always remember this happens a lot um, on buses. You'll often get these older ladies who are really in, intent on, I want to be on first. Mm-hmm. And so they'll bud in front of the line like like an old lady would with, mm-hmm. in a casual but kind of rude way. And, uh, yeah, then once the bus arrives, they very, very slowly get on, and then they stop at the front where the bus driver is to ask for directions and hold up the entire line. Mm-hmm. Good fun. Yeah, I don't really, really know what to say about that. I'd like to defend old ladies, but they do do that. Well, anyone who does it. Anyone who does it. Yeah. So what do you have? Well, I had a similar one. I was going to go with slow people. Um, And that's where I think that's too much of a broad uh, definition. But I kind of, I have problems with people who are slow thinkers as well as who are slow walkers. But I'll go with slow people who are just like slow walkers. When you're in the city and you need to get from point A to point B, you will often come across uh, not even just one person, sometimes it's a whole family of them, and they make that big, long chain Blockade. where it's like a block, <laughs> and it's like you have to try to get around them. And it's just like, come on, go. left, no, right, no. I should throw into that even just people who can't walk in a straight line. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like when you're trying to pass them, and they're slow, but they're still just like weaving back and forth, left to right, and it's just mm-hmm. like, come on, man. Just, Usually just because they're distracted by something. Pick, pick up. Pick a path. Mm-hmm. You can do it. The streets are pretty simple in Toronto. They go <laughs> one way. There's no need to be swaying. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that was that would be my pick. So my number two is drivers who don't let people into their lane, mm. especially in a situation where they're in the lane right beside the um, merge on to the highway. And they're like, nope, I'm just going to like race this guy who's trying to actually merge lanes with me mm. and not let him in instead of A, moving over so you're not in that lane and in the way, yeah. uh, or B, slowing down to let them in because you know the driver coming onto the highway is going to be accelerating. Yeah. So to have them accelerate and suddenly have to like slow down so they can fit in behind you, yeah. just not consider it. I was thinking about this actually when I was coming up with my pet peeve list is 
while I don't like slow people, like slow walking people, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with people who drive a little bit slower. I think a lot of people rush a little too much in cars. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure a lot of drivers will disagree with me if they're listening to this. They might think that they need to speed up. But when you live on these smaller streets like we do, sometimes it just seems like some of these cars need to just slow down. And I don't know why they need to race all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, with your merge story, I agree. Yeah. Why? What is this? What is that about? What is the purpose to be gained in that? I don't know. That's that's what I mean. Like, what what are you gaining from that? It's usually in a situation where there's a lot of traffic, which is probably why they didn't move out of the lane. In which case, you're going nowhere very quickly by simply getting ahead. I just think it's not very nice. And it can even be a bit dangerous because you're forcing the other driver who is driving properly to maybe have to make a different maneuver. So that's that. What's your next one? Going nowhere quickly. That's good. I like that. That's a good phrase. My next one is people who don't turn off their cell phone noises. Now, this is kind of general again. Okay. I'm going to try to apply an exact example. So I work in a pretty small office, uh, and me and my coworker were we're into pretty much the same thing. We're technologically driven. We're both graphic designers and we both turn our cell phones off during the work day, during the work day. And Mm -hmm. we, we get text messages and Mm -hmm. emails and stuff. They're usually just personal ones. So you Mm -hmm. just check that casually on your own time. Um, but recently my boss's boss's boss has decided to take up half of our room. And also he has his cell phone on. Uh Now the thing is it goes off. Every 10 seconds. Okay. Ba-da-ding, 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 <laughs> ba-da-ding, ba-da-ding. And it's like, okay, so are you afraid you're going to miss a call? Or maybe you should just look at your phone every 10 seconds because it's constantly going off. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what advantage there is other than irritating me mm-hmm. uh, for all of these noises to be on. When it's that frequent? You think yeah. that they just know that they need to be looking at their phone. Well, I feel like frequently. if you're a manager type position, you probably have a job where you are constantly looking at your phone or constantly mm-hmm. checking your email. So that's mm-hmm. just something you do. Yeah. Why do you need the sound notification to remind you yeah. to just do what you would be doing anyway? Have you asked him about it? I don't know how to approach that because, you know, boss is boss is boss. That's true. But he is in your work environment and it is in his best interest that you are productive. <sighs> mm-hmm. And not getting annoyed because if the first person you turn around to is a customer and you're irate already. Yeah. Well, I mean, even when we have meetings in there, their, their things are going off all the time. Wow. That just seems rude. Yeah. Like we've had, uh, we've had phone conferences uh-huh. um, with a group of us and they still don't turn their phones off. So they're going off and stuff while we're trying to talk to a customer on the phone. Huh. Um, yeah, I don't get it. And uh, there are other people in uh, the back room as well running the machines they have their cell phone set on full volume. They're not even there. They're out mm-hmm. doing deliveries. So you just hear this loud ring going for five minutes. And it's like, what? what is the point of that? So that is a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. I think that meets the definition best. I think so. It is a thing that annoys you. Mm-hmm. So my next one is, um, so I work in a lab. And we're often having to troubleshoot and try to figure out solutions, try to figure out why something is working. Uh, I've done a lot of procedures a number of times, so I often have a good idea of what works really well. 
And so my pet peeve is when people ask me for a solution to a problem and then I give them an answer and they don't follow that answer or 10 minutes later, they're asking me again. (laughs) Hilarious. Either that or I've told them how to do something and they're like, but what if we did it this way? And I kind of sit there looking at them like, you've been here for two weeks. I've been doing it for two years. Do you think if that was a viable solution that one, I wouldn't have thought of it and two, I wouldn't be employing it if it's saving me 20 minutes already? Yeah, but the best part is you, you've given them a solution. Yes. You were listening to their concern. Yes. And then they took that information and promptly forgot it and didn't yes. apply it. Or disregarded it. Disregard, yeah. Yep. Yeah, see, that's... That's sort of like where my first pet peeve is really broad because yeah. I would put that under slow people. They're just they're just not very fast in the head. Just not picking up the reasons not why very we might smart. be doing it. Not very smart. But yeah, that is very annoying. I couldn't imagine what that would be like it's every day. It also just feels like a disrespect to my work or my experience, we'll say. Mm. Even if I make a suggestion, like you should use this kit instead of this other kit you know someone's come to you asking that and they're like well i think i'll just use the other kit because that's what we used before and you're sitting there like but i just told you that this other one works better and we use it all the time yeah why are you coming to me to ask this question if you're not legitimately going to take my advice yeah that's the weirdest part huh yeah yeah Yeah, totally (laughs) can you please recommend me a book yeah you should check out uh catcher in the rye okay i'm gonna get the Batman comic books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that note, I'm going to give you my next one. Sweet. This is an interesting one. I thought about it recently. But movies with loud action sequences and then super quiet dialogue. <laughs> and I was specifically thinking of that nice. third installment of Batman, uh, the one with Bane. Uh huh. He was hard enough to understand anyway. It was like, what? What what did he say? And so then he had this conversation. And it's like, huh? What? Let's turn it up. And then boom. Yeah. Loud. Yeah. Explosions. What do you think of that one? That's a good one. It's a very fair point. And I find we are doing that a lot, adjusting volumes with Mm -hmm. things. Um, It's turning movie watching into a video game where you got to press the buttons up and down and you're trying to like get the perfect score. And is it just because like you would think that the movie industry would tweak their sound so that it was appropriate or do we just not have a state of the art system? Yeah. That's that's possible. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that thinks this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if we looked this up, we would find this as a common complaint. Um, and yeah, although we only have a sound bar and a subwoofer, Mm -hmm. you would think that the sound bar would be designed to Mm -hmm. incorporate audio. Yep. I don't know. Interesting. Seems simple enough to me. I do find we have to adjust volume a lot though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Let me go with my next one. This is also, uh, transit related. I feel like we've kind of had that (coughs) come up already. Uh, but people who take up a seat with inanimate objects beside them. (laughs) My favorite recently was the guy who had the box of Timbits sitting beside him on a seat. Occupying a seat. Yeah. And I wasn't tired enough to give him, to give him heck for that. Yeah. 
It's a box of Timbits. That's a good one. They're not even going to leak out of the box onto your lap. Yeah, I don't know where that started. I guess maybe maybe the defenses, the floor is so disgusting in TTC that you don't want to put anything down on it. But maybe. what's wrong with your lap? I don't know. Laps are useful. Yep. When you're already sitting down taking a seat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can understand when you have a really heavy bag or you have multiple bags Mm -hmm. that maybe they need to take up some room beside you. Mm -hmm. It was a box of Timbits. Yep. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. It was pretty funny. So maybe (laughs) we can all be a bit kinder and not give our box of Timbits Timbits an exclusive seat. Yeah. So what do you have? What's your next one? Um, I actually got a couple more. Go for it. uh, I'm going to say this one because it's a callback to our second episode. But I have a pet peeve of how pop music exists everywhere. And specifically in the weirdest places. You can go to an old style pub where the demographic is all pretty much like 65 year old men. Mm -hmm. And they're still playing the latest teeny bopper song really loud on the radio. And you're like, what? And then I asked the bartender, "Is like, why are you playing this? And they're like, playing what? It's like, mm, they don't even hear it. Mm-hmm. Or I've gone to barber shops, which are like men barber shops, and they're still playing like Katy Perry really loud on the thing or the newest whatever teeny bopper song. And it's like, who, who is this designed for? Or we went into a nice authentic Japanese restaurant for some sushi, mm. and they're still just blaring Justin Bieber on the thing. And it's like, <laughs> don't you have like some... Even like Japanese terrible pop music you could be playing, like because that would be at least a little more culturally relevant. Like, uh, yeah. Or how about some nice waterfall sounds? Or just something nice. Mm-hmm. Improve the whole eating situation. But I don't know why it's definitely become the standard. Just hit that that pop music station, and that will just be played everywhere. Everywhere is a disco party. Mm-hmm. We're going clubbing, whether you're buying jeans, getting a haircut, or having a beer with your friends. All clubbing. Uh, yeah. That's a big pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. I know, because some restaurants will walk into, and your immediate question Yeah, we're not is, doing this, and then we leave. Yeah, or if we're the only ones there, it's, I would like a beer and a music change. That <laughs> happened once. It's such a dick. Oh, boy. All right. So I have one more that I thought of. Okay. And this is people who attempt to return clothes or merchandise on one of the busiest shopping days of the year. Hmm. Which a lot of stores now have policies where you can't do that, but it still can happen on other days. That's interesting. Yeah. So of all of them that you've been saying, mm-hmm. I feel like they're ones I would pick. But this is new to me. This is not something I would ever think of. Oh. So when did this happen to you? Um, like Christmas? Yep. Christmas season, I've seen it happen. Um, Times when there are deals in store and you get like an additional deal if you sign up for the credit card, Mm -hmm. I feel that people will take that moment and that time to sign up for the credit card uh, because they want the additional deal. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes this big, long process of them having to fill out the form. They're not sure what's going on. They need to calculate something. You yeah. need ID, so they've got to find it. 
Yeah, Meanwhile, that's, that's probably the fault of the store then. It's see, and that's why I think more stores are coming out with policies where you can't return merchandise on certain days. Yeah, which is great. What if they even just had like a dedicated line for just returns, like customer service? Like Winners has like customer service line, don't they? And then they have the regular line. Yeah, I can see or that. Or Walmart does that, I think. Mm-hmm. But even so, okay. Well, I guess they're going to be in a separate line than people just purchasing, so that yeah. would make sense. Um, it is just, again, it's kind of a thing where it's like being considerate and knowing that there's going to be, you know, 8,000 people in line. It doesn't make sense to me for the person who's returning as well, though, because they have to yeah. sit in that line for however long to get to their turn just mm-hmm. to return something as well, right? Well, some people want to do it because they can get the deal on something else that time. But again, mm-hmm. most sales are extended now, so mm-hmm. to cover that whole Yeah time period but i think it's just i guess you just need extra patience for those days yeah but that can sometimes irk me bother me yeah so my last Mm -hmm. my bonus one Mm -hmm. actually you kind of touched on it but i wanted to to make a a little shout out for this pet peeve and it's just generally people who don't respect their work Mm. or don't like show any respect for their job this is another thing that i've noticed a Mm -hmm. lot um, while the pop music is blaring in any, any of those shops, I'm also noticing that there is a real lack of interest in people doing their job. There's a, definitely a sense of, it's not my job or whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter where it is, whether you're a server somewhere or you're, uh, I don't know, selling cars. Some, I don't know, anything. I'm trying to think of other jobs, but it's like I come across it all the time, any job I'm going to. Um, you've had it with, like, delivery people. You've mm-hmm. had it with, like, customer service on the phone mm-hmm. when you're just trying to give them money. We were trying to mm-hmm. do something with a bank recently. It's like, hi, we want to in- use your bank. We have mm-hmm. money to give you. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, You need to do a form. And it's like, well, this other bank says we don't need to do a form. It's like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Talk to someone else. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? what is this mentality where... It's almost like the opposite of the customers, right? It's like the customers are, eh, who cares? Mm-hmm. We'll make money anyway. And it's really surprising with so many stores and businesses shutting down because of the economy and all this. Like, uh, But it goes, it goes further than that because it's a people mentality again. Mm-hmm. It probably goes into that whole environmental talk we had where it's like just people don't care enough mm-hmm. about things. But I, I wish people cared about their work a little more. Mm-hmm. That's a general pet peeve of mine. It could be trying. Maybe they're annoyed at customers that have come in trying to return things. Sure. And that has set them off sure. for the day. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. often uh, the way they start their conversation can determine how the transaction will go. So if the customer rep is like, I don't care, mm-hmm. then you're not going to get a good customer no. in response. No. Responding to you. Food for thought. Mm-hmm. All right, we all done on those? Those were my five that I came up with, yeah. Okay. So we started talking a few weeks ago about an idea of adding a segment to our podcast called something like Things We Love. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would be nice after venting all of this pet peeves of things that we don't like, we can spend a little moment to talk about things we love. And whether that's like a place, an activity, a movie, a book... Whatever it can be, just something to share with the audience. It's like, this is something I really liked. <laughs> Maybe it's as cheesy as like Oprah's 
whatever list. Opus favorite things. Favorite things, yeah. So these will be our favorite things. Things we love. Awesome. Can I go first? Yes. So I really love to knit. That is something that I love to do. Um, and it fits in well, talking about pet peeves, because I find knitting to actually be um, something that relieves stress. Um, when you're working off of a pattern, you have to read it carefully and count stitches and make sure you're doing all the things that you need to be doing. And I guess some people can find that frustrating if they make mistakes often or things aren't working out. But when you get into a groove and you're really focused mm-hmm. on the project um, and it's going well and you know what you're doing, how you're doing it, mm-hmm. to count stitches, really it just helps you forget all of the other things going on in your brain for that period of time because you're just so focused on what you're doing. And for me, just um, having some quiet time by myself um, but still actively doing something, Yeah, that's really helpful. seems like when you knit, you're usually doing something else at the same time too. Like you've gotten so automatic at it. Mm -hmm. And I'm usually, you know, yeah, sitting down with you watching TV or Mm -hmm. watching you play a video game or watching a video or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So it also makes me feel productive when I'd like to just sit down and watch some TV. You can chill and still make Mm -hmm. something. That's really cool. Yeah. And it's, it's fun. There's a lot of different things you can make. So I've made gifts. I've made, over Christmas, I made bows. So all my gifts came with a knitted bow that could be reused. Um... I mean, yeah, a whole bunch of things for myself and for others. Mm-hmm. So in the future, you're uh, working on, I don't know if we should reveal it. I mean, you're making it for... I'm making a little surprise for yeah. the nieces. We'll yeah. just leave it at that Okay. in case we decide to let them listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm making a little surprise for the nieces, which I think they'll find is really cool. Yeah. Um, I've knit little clothes for friends who've had babies. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made myself socks. I made the Izzy, Izzy dolls. dolls. Um, yeah, a whole bunch of things. Yeah, I want to share, I hope you can tell the story better than me, but I remember there was this moment, someone was watching you on a bus or something and you were knitting mm-hmm. and there was an older lady next to you on their phone or something. And didn't someone make a comment to you? It was like, this, this seems backwards or something oh i don't remember that oh maybe i don't that remember that you. at all that was a really good story though it was funny i do sometimes like, knit on the subway because you're like the young person knitting and mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of young people actually knitting recently mm-hmm. on the bus it's like a hipster thing yeah now. i think it's it's becoming useful and i'm glad it's happening actually it's it's nice to see crafts and you know just general great hobbies returning, yeah and right? a um you know like a skill like a yeah yeah, I hope a whole bunch of kids are going to start learning to play music again. That would be awesome. They still have music programs in school. Yeah. We can keep those there. We need an influx of some new bands. That's what we need. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to share. I didn't really think of this beforehand. So I'm going to go with St. John's, Newfoundland. Oh, lovely. <laughs> That's where we had our uh, honeymoon. And that was always a fun conversation because telling you know, the average Joe, where are you going on your honeymoon? It's like, yeah, we're going to go to St. John's, Newfoundland. I'm like, We got married what? in February, so what? it was a little bit confusing. Yeah, we didn't go in February. That would have been a bad no, time. We went, yeah. uh, was it May? July. July. Okay. So it was a pretty good season to do it. Mm-hmm. It was uh, warm, but not too warm. Mm-hmm. It was that like, nice, perfect climate that we like. Mm-hmm. You could still wear pants, but you're not cold. Mm-hmm. Um 
But we just really like the food there. We love the atmosphere. The people are all very friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just such a nice vibe to the whole place. Yeah. And it's, it's strange. I don't know what it was that made it magical exactly. I can't really put my finger on it because even just describing it or showing photos to people, it's like I don't think they can quite get what was... The love. What was special about it. Yeah. And it's the same way that that uh, Republic of Doyle show is kind of special. It's Mm -hmm. that that character, that Mm -hmm. something, something about St. John's is really, really fascinating. And I never thought I'd want to do like a whale tour. That sounded like the most boring thing possible (laughs) for someone to do. because there's no guarantee you'll actually see see a a whale. whale. (laughs) Yeah. So like the idea of going out on a boat and just being cold and uh, waiting for a fin to possibly pop out of the lake mm-hmm. just did not seem like something that would appeal to me. But we, we went on a whale tour, and boy, was that fun because, yeah, they're going to race on their boat and jump on waves. and Yeah. Yeah, and then they found some whales, and, like, mm-hmm. they have this, like, personality with them. Yeah. And they're playing around with them, and it's yep. just like, this was... Really interesting. Oh, and they were playing like, yeah, old Newfoundland folk music while mm-hmm. they're driving. Yeah. And then we so saw all more. those puffins too, yeah. which are these cute little seabirds. Yeah. They're like a penguin and a robin mixed together. Yeah. They're very small. But tiny. And they really can't fly very well. It was no. actually really amusing. It yeah. takes them a lot of effort to take off from the water. But yeah. underwater, swimmers, fishers, they're yeah. awesome. So yeah, if you don't know what a puffin is, look it up now. P-U-F-F-I-N. They're they're pretty cute and hilarious <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Um, just the general activities there. I mean, there's not anything that they did that was special or different. The live music was good. Was it uh, George Street? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Fun place to hang out. And even just being in the harbor, watching the boats come and go. Yeah, that was pretty were, neat. It was just wonderful. We had some really good weather, so that probably helped our sentiments. I guess so. Um, but we also, you know, even on like the foggy or super windy days, mm-hmm. we still really enjoyed our, our time there. Oh yeah. There were some windy days. So, yeah. For up sure. on the top of the hill. Yeah. Where Cabot, Cabot Tower got closed because it was too yeah. windy. Yeah. That was really cool though. Yeah. I like the, I like the uh, landscape too. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to our trip to Ireland. Yes, I was just going to say, we hope that that is kind of mirrored because they have a very similar climate, Mm -hmm. scenery. I've heard that people are very friendly there too, so we may have a similar experience, which would be awesome. At the very least, it should hopefully make for a good story. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) All right, so I think that'll wrap up pretty much everything for this episode. Mm -hmm. We'll join us again next, well, probably next week. Yeah. Um, don't know what the topic is yet, do you? Mm, nope, still thinking about It'll it. It'll be a surprise. There you go. So, uh, I'd like to thank Field Processor for the intro, outro music. Uh, you can contact us if you have any topic ideas or want to respond to anything we've been saying. Maybe you love pop music and you just want to tell me how wrong I am. Please do. Go ahead. Ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. We also got our website listed at ordinaryday.ca. Diane? I think you've covered it. All right. So with that, take one more for the road. Yeah.